Welcome to the Ripple Fishing Report. I'm your host, Brad Long. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Ripple Fishing Report. And uh, on today's show, I got Captain Justin Leak of Panama City Inshore joining us. So how you doing, Captain Justin? Brad, I'm doing great, man. I'm sitting here looking out over the bay, and the sun is shining, the water's warming up, and, uh, you know, yeah, can't complain about that, that's for sure. It's uh, it's summer, isn't it? Little, it's <laughs> it's a, a windy, windy version of summer. It is amazing how windy it has been, and not just today or yesterday. I'm talking a consistency over weeks. Um, it's funny. I know how we trend in these, uh, reports as far as talking about the same things over a period of time, because, you know, that's the hot bite. That's what the weather pattern is telling us to do. Right. This weather pattern right here is limiting us to very few options. It's telling me to stay home <laughs> from what I've been hearing, man. Yeah. 20, 30 now, miles an hour. I mean, yeah, 20, 30 mile an hour winds. It's been every day. With that being said, somehow our little group of guides have been hustling and working harder than ever, and we have been on a good redfish bite. Um, luckily, there's a few groups of fish that are out of the wind. Um, it's pretty much a live bait fishery, and we've been telling our clients that. Like, look, we don't have options. Right. We have this, and it's pretty cool. It's it's light tackle, you know, um, mostly upper slot fish uh, with some over slots mixed in. And, you know, we can catch anywhere from 10 to 20 a trip. And so, like, to have that option right now to me is just mind-blowing. Yeah, it is, man. And I got to tell you, I, I prefer I, – I, I like the over slots, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I don't care. I mean, you keep one fish. Right. Yeah. So who cares? You know, if yeah. I if I happen to get one that's of the right size, I, depending on what mood I'm in, I may or may not. Yeah. It really depends on if I feel like cleaning it. To, to be honest, yeah. I'll put throw it on ice. Otherwise, they're all going back, man. I just yeah. Uh, who cares? It's not like you're going to feed your family, you know. So it's well, just, I mean, yeah, and that's a you know the way you just said is perfect too. That's a great point. Is you know it is one per person. Um, and that's why, as a private angler, to take a redfish home and eat it, I got nothing against that. I think it's, you know, a, a, honestly, a great eating fish. Um, I hope you don't have company coming over because you can't keep enough for everybody. Right. Yeah. But yeah. on the other side of that, as a, a lifelong guide here and somebody that, that works with a great other group of guides, sometimes we get confused with, you know, being tree huggers that just don't keep fish. And that's not true. We keep all kinds of stuff. But, like, with the redfish, for example, this is exactly why – about 10 years ago, our group of guides made a pact that we were going to release 100% of every redfish. I don't care if somebody says, look, here's 10 grand. Let me go keep one redfish today. Yeah. We are not going to do it. for." And the reason, as crazy as that sounds, it's for this situation right here. We have fished one school of fish for two weeks between about 10 different guides. And it's a big school of fish. It's probably 100 fish. but. Yeah. If you do the math on what 10 guides can do with four people on their boat, that's five redfish per boat with a guide. Imagine with, with 10 guides, that's 50 redfish in one day. Yeah. That school of fish, if you're lucky and you caught every one of them, would last two days. Yeah. yeah. If we kept those fish. But here we are two weeks later, and we're catching, you know, close to 20 redfish, if not more than that, per trip. Yeah releasing those fish and that's how hardy a redfish is um 
know, given we would never do this in a, in a different situation. Why do we go back and catch the same fish? Well, because right now when you're dealing with 20, 30 mile an hour winds out of the same direction every day, yeah, and especially an east wind, basically a lot of our base system here is just, it's off limits. I mean, yeah, at, at that type of wind speed. And you're in a 25 foot boat. Yeah. Dude, I'm in a 16 foot skiff. Yeah, right now I don't know that on on a flats boat you could even cross the bay safely. Yeah, I mean I, I'm supposed to go down this weekend, and it's going to be yeah. determined by the wind, and it's supposed yeah. to die down. But uh, you know, predicting the wind, come on, that's they do a good job sometimes, but who knows? Yeah, but sometimes people confuse our stance on on keeping fish, and I do. It is a I have two different stances on. It. I I step into my Justin as just a normal you know, private recreational angler that wants to go out there catching fish and have fun. And I'm actually on the same side as pretty much everybody. Like, Hey, if it's something we can keep and it's, you know, okay for the fishery, good, let's do it. Yeah. But that's, that's why we took that firm stance as guides a long time ago was just for situations like this, because we've seen ourselves wipe schools of redfish out. Yeah. And then we've seen, you know what, if we keep letting these things go, they live well, we can come back and catch them again one day. Yeah. And you, you know what's interesting about that take that, that all of you have is that, you know, when, when someone hires a guide, part of, hopefully, part of what they hire you for is to learn, not just yeah. the, the area, but, you know, in the fishery, um, but just everything, you know. And uh, it's nice that that gives you an opportunity to say, hey, we don't keep these, but here's why. And, yeah, and let, me, sure. let me educate you on, on some of the reasons and some of the impacts and some of this. And it's nice, you know, and, and as a recreational angler, there's nothing wrong with keeping fish and eating them yeah, at all. That's right. But you realize, and, and your guides realize, that you, you have far more impact than just a normal recreational angler. Yep. And, and that, that changes the game a little bit in, in the approach, and I'm glad you guys recognize that because some do, some don't. There's nothing wrong either way, uh, really. No, that's right. But it's nice to have that awareness. Yeah. So it's been a, a windy week, and it's been uh, an eventful week. And, <laughs> and so I, I, I would be remiss if we didn't at least uh, acknowledge and mention that uh, oh, yeah. your, your co-host, uh, Travis Holman on Chasing the Sun, uh, passed away uh, earlier this week. And uh, yeah. want to send condolences on behalf of the, the Ripple Fishing Report community, uh, myself, my family, all the other guys we talked to, um, I know he was uh, a legend in the community and, and very well known, and um, it, he'll be missed. Yeah, there, there's no doubt. Well, I appreciate that. Um, yeah, Travis is—he's like family, and it's it's tough. Um, I'm not gonna lie. It's uh, you know, it's it's weird. I was actually just talking with somebody about this. The the outdoors community is a different type of people, people that decide they're just going to devote their life to, you know, living in God's creation and being a part of it. And, and really just, you know, we get so involved in the outdoors and the people that share that passion with us. Um, we realize, like, I mean, like you and I sitting here talking, the reason we can just talk forever is, you know, cause we're passionate about it. And, right. and that was Travis. Travis was on a different level of, of, passionate about the outdoors and that's what brought me and him together obviously <clears throat> was our you know relationship through the fishing community right um you know back in the early days my tournament partner fred um fished against travis and bear his brother the holman brothers um you know in in redfish tournaments way back when when they kind of when they were first getting started and that's kind of how i first came to know travis was 
through the the red fishing community yeah. and uh but then you know once we got to to know each other and and uh you know we obviously shared a lot of similarities as far as being you know uh, you know hardcore outdoorsmen as far as the, the hunting side of it right um, the, the full-time fishing guides and then obviously i think it was about five years ago me and him teamed up on chasing the sun and then that's when we became very close uh if you spend enough time on the boat with someone to to film a, a whole year's worth of tv shows you get real close yeah Oh, I bet. And, <laughs> and he comes from a great cool family uh his whole family is like that i mean his whole family is uh, they live for the outdoors and you know the time we shared together in the outdoors is something that was just amazing and and travis is one of those guys that left an impact and you know you hear this about everybody when they pass away but this is real this is different like travis left an impact not just on the people around him whatever but like across the world yeah i mean if you go down to central america right now and you walk up to a marina and you say the name Travis Holman, people know him. People have met him, and they they don't forget him. Yeah. And the same would go. You could go out of the Rocky Mountains right now. He got it out there on trout streams. Go to Alaska, wherever you want. Yeah. You could you could go to a, an an elk camp uh, out west somewhere, and if you started talking about Travis Holman, they've seen him in their camp. They've known him. They've hunted with him. They fished with him. Um, he was just one of those people that didn't just enjoy the outdoors and make it his career. It was his entire life. Yeah. And, and because of that, you know, he, he wasn't just another guide or another guy that, that was on a TV show or something. I mean, he left a legacy that is, you know, impressive. It, it left an impression on a lot of people's lives like myself. Right. And I mean, just an amazing guy. Um, and I just, I, honestly, it's still surreal to me that, you know, coming up next year on Chasing the Sun, he won't be there with me. Yeah. And, you know, it's going to be tough. Yeah. It's going to be real tough. But, well, and, and it's, you know, man, if, if, uh, if there's anything that can be said, I never met him. Um, but I will say that, uh, everything I've seen, uh, posts on Facebook from, yeah. people, from people that knew him, you know, different stories. Some of what I know about him from you and seeing him on TV. Um, he, he practiced what he preached, you know, oh, it, yeah. it wasn't just, uh, because I'm hosting this fishing show, that's time to be a fisherman kind of deal. I mean, he, he lived it and, yeah. um, you know, to leave a legacy like that behind, I mean, he, he's far too young to not be with us anymore, but, yeah. um, you know, I think at the end of the day, we all hope we leave a legacy like that behind, you know? Yeah. And, and so to have done that, um, you know, it's just, uh, not everybody can say that. No, I mean, and you're right. I look at the the social media following that is not just, you know, it's one thing to say, you know, hey, man, we're sorry to hear whatever. But when I start seeing the the posts, I mean, in the hundreds of people that are sharing stories just like mine, it's not like, you know, oh, I, I saw them one time and no, like people that spent some time with them and the, and the impact that he left with them. Yeah. And, you know, as far as my personality on tv um i'd be lying if i didn't say that travis had a lot to do with really bringing me out. i mean i was you know i mean i always talk a lot about especially if it's fishing related right but but you know he he personality wise he's on a different level he was on his own scale i mean 
he lived life big and, you know, maybe he was only 45 years by our, you know, measurement, um, when he died, but, but in his time he lived, he did more in those 45 years than 99% of this world will in a longer life. Yeah. And, and that says a lot about a guy, you know, when, when you're living your life in, in dog years, kind of like that, yeah. um, you know, it, it's, uh, it takes special people to go through life that way. And, and when they get in the public eye, like Travis was able to do, um, people respond to it because it's, yeah. it's not normal. It's not, I mean, it's just not, you know, like people, yep. people don't do that anymore where they just find something they're passionate about and then they go do it. Yeah. You know, it's, I mean, it sounds so easy and that's what everybody tells you to find success and all this kind of crap, but not many people do that, you know, no, because it's hard. I mean, it's yeah, hard because when it's something, you know, non-traditional, hey, yeah. if you're passionate about being a, a doctor and you go to medical school, you're going to get a lot of family support. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but when you're passionate about the outdoors and you tell your, your parents that you want to be a professional fishing guy <laughs> or a professional tournament angler, yeah. uh, most parents have a lot of hesitation to that. Yeah, I would say that's up there with like, I'm going to go to Hollywood and be an actor. Or, exactly. You know, or I'm, I'm really yeah. into ice skating, so I'm going to, yeah, it's like. Trust me, my. My parents have had to tell me a lot of uh, a lot of different times, especially my mother. You know what? You were right. That was a good idea for you yeah. because I can tell you in the early days of the Justin Leake fishing career, it was not the same attitude that she has now towards it. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> I bet. And you know his his story of getting into the the outdoor world. Um, it sounds like it was a lifelong thing, but professionally. Um, yeah. And I saw a social media post today, but uh, or, or it was something maybe he had written at some point that someone else grabbed and put out there. But it was basically that he kind of – he was in the professional world at some point, right? Yeah. And then yeah, he just uh, said, let's, let's go. Travis is one of those guys that has literally done everything yeah. <laughs> on demand, <laughs> from professional jobs to uh, – he was a, a police officer for about six months. Wow. Um, he, he's done everything. Yeah. Like literally there is not a, a career out there that he didn't dabble in for a short period of time. And like a lot of us, he realized like, okay, that's not going to work because yeah. most of my time I'm focused on something outdoors and trying to, to live anything outside. That's just not going to work. Yeah. So that's what brought him to the full-time outdoors industry. Well, and there's a lot of people, um, in the industry that, that have left legacies like that or are still leaving legacies like that, that yeah. have, a, have a similar story, you know, that, yeah. that the, the, the day-to-day life of, of not doing what they loved, um, was enough to say, who cares if I'm, yeah. you know, if it doesn't work or whatever, who cares? I'll still be happy. And it, and again, it takes such special people to do that. That it's yeah. not normal, man. Uh, look at me. I, I, I have a day job. You know what I mean? I, it's not that I don't like it. It feeds my family yeah. and all that, but, um, I would rather be a fishing guide. I don't know if I'd be good at it, but I think it'd make, make me, you know, I'd enjoy the time. So that's, yeah. But, and, and it's one of those things that's, you know, it's a risk reward deal that, you know, I, I realize why most people don't do it because there is a lot of risk involved. It takes a while to get going. Um, there's times like this where like right now looking at this bay, um, you know, the, the, everybody wants to be a fishing guy too. You look at this bay right now and go, wait, I got to go work in this. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And make people happy and, and catch fish. But you know, Travis is one of those guys where any day of the week, no matter how rough it was, his 
his personality and his level of entertainment was going to give somebody a fun day, regardless of what the weather was like or what the fishing was like. Um, but you were talking about people in this industry too. And just something that, that really just came to mind was, uh, one of the, if not the greatest TV personality in, in my opinion, um, you know, is someone who, when they wanted to go red fishing, they called up the Holman brothers. He did. And it was yeah. Jose Wehebe. Really? If you look at all Jose's shows in Southwest Louisiana, red fishing, and just out there playing and, you know, shooting guns and cooking out and all that. Yeah. It was always with Travis and Bear. When when Jose did Redfish, he called up the Holman brothers. And uh and they were really tight. Matter of fact, uh Travis's brother Bear and his wife Jen, they helped uh operate the Jose Wahebe Foundation. Okay. Um, so so they were really tight. So that was something that just popped into my mind is like the thought that that Travis Holman and Jose Wahebe could be in heaven together as fishermen. Yeah. How um, cool is that? It, it's just amazing. Yeah. You yeah. know, and they were super tight. They, they had a real close relationship well, outside that, of the fishing world. And that's another you know, that's guy. The that's the bright side of this. He's gone way too soon as well and, and yeah, left and, a, a huge legacy behind. Yes, no doubt. And, you know, to, in my opinion, in your opinion, I agree. It, it's way too soon, but, but I don't know. I guess here recently I've kind of just look at the, the big picture of this. And, you know, what if he, if he did get out of the hospital and made it, was he going to live maybe another 30, 40 years max? Yeah. I mean, these years are pretty short. They are. And they click by quick, you know, they just, they fly by and, uh, you know, we view it as too soon, but, but in the big picture, um, you know, none of us are here real long. So no, and, I and challenge you- everybody to, to, to look at their, their life plan and what they're doing today enjoy what they have here and and know what's uh what's going to be your outcome when this part's over yeah absolutely absolutely that's that's wise words uh my my dad uh passed away three years ago uh january was three years ago and um this is another thing that you hear people say he was he was my best friend well he actually was we talked all Uh the time we we our relationship moved from uh father son to buddies uh, once I was a, an adult and family, and once he realized that I was fine, you know, I didn't yeah. need parenting anymore, I suppose. But um, it opened my eyes to that, man. You just, you know, no one's promised tomorrow. You don't know what yeah. the future holds. And if there's something you feel like you want to do, need to do, whatever that is, don't wait. Because you just don't know uh, what God's no. plan is for your life. And, uh, That's right. you know, don't, uh, don't, don't put things off if they're important to you. Um, and don't put yeah. off things with people if that's important to you as well, family and stuff yeah. like that. And cause I got to tell you, I mean, this, this is not necessarily on the subject, but in my dad's situation, you know, we were, we were really blessed because there was no, you know, our relationship was, was great. Yeah. There was no fences to mend, uh, to yeah. lead up to that. And, and if, if you go through life and, and you have something like that, don't wait till the end to clear that stuff up, man. No, that, that, you're that, right. that was, that was just a huge blessing. And, you know, we all know people that, oh, they don't talk to their sister anymore. They don't have a, a good relationship with whoever in their family. Um, that's okay. I guess if, if you're okay with it, but I, I would encourage you, there'll be a day you have some regrets over things like that. So I couldn't agree more. Uh, eliminate that as you can. That was something yep. we, we found as a blessing. Like, thank goodness we're not. Hugging, yeah. hugging it out right now because we can just spend yeah. time together, you know? That's right. 
<laughs> but yeah, uh, no, that's that's wise words. Um, and I guess if I had to to leave this part, this segment with a with a, a recommendation is, um, you know, I listen to another podcast, the Unashamed podcast. It's the Robertson family, which I'm a big duck hunter, so uh, it just fits. You know, the Duck Dynasty guys. Yeah, yeah. But but you know, it's a it's a very biblical podcast and and i tell you one of the the kind of the charges that that jace robertson put on there that really stuck with me was uh you know you can break a lot of this down into three things if you're not sure about you know salvation or or where your life is or what you're doing here on this earth is is looking at it's simplified down to three things how did i get here what am i doing here and then where am i going when i die yeah how am I leaving? How did I get on this earth? What am I doing on this earth? And how am I getting off this earth? And if you can answer those three questions, you're probably in pretty good shape. Right. Yeah. That's that. Those are three big questions, man. And if you got questions about those questions, my cell number is all over the internet. Give me a call. There you go. And I love to talk about it. Yeah. It's, and I tell you, man, there's, there's nothing that, that brings you closer uh, to God or, or whatever religion you practice. Um, when you have something like what Travis's situation, yeah. um, if you have something with your kids, God forbid, anything like that, whatever happened, your parents or, or spouse, um, that's when non-religious people, uh, will start praying. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, don't wait. You're, well, you're right. I mean, at some point you do have to stop what you're doing and go, okay, something had to happen for me to be here. Yeah. There and, was a beginning somewhere, so and and don't don't wait in until you you know feel like that uh, you know almost out of an act of desperation. Yeah, don't wait until then because there's a lot more good uh, that you can find uh, before and after those kind of situations. So that's right. I, I'm on the page with you, man. I really am. But um, well, I know you uh, you're kind of in the middle of some things, and so we we won't hold you up anymore. But uh, I do appreciate you kind of sharing a little bit about your relationship with Travis. I know he meant a lot to a lot of people and he meant a lot to the outdoor industry and the media industry and everything he touched. It sounds like, um, oh, yeah. and so he'll definitely be missed. And you know, the great news is that the folks that knew him like yourself, um, you guys, you know, you have memories and you have those good times and, and you'll lean on that and until you're with him again, you know? Yeah. So yeah. that is, you know, it's funny. That's another side story to that is it made me realize when i go which might be tomorrow <clears throat> my kids my wife my, my family they're never going to run out of pictures of video of me because yeah. it is amazing I, and a lot of this i forget about is the videos and pictures and stuff i've seen popping up on the internet of travis yeah i'm like well i guess that's what happens when you do this for a living yeah and they film it all like it's, it's a little harder to forget that guy <laughs> yeah a lot harder i mean so, yeah yeah, uh, for me, uh, maybe it's a blessing, but they'll get to hear my my stupid voice <laughs> and my opinion on my opinion on fishing. <laughs> yeah, hey, that's that's just fine. Hey, that's good enough. They they all know what it all means to me, so they they oh, know that's that. Awesome. Uh, but yeah, well, man, uh, you know it's it's windy, so it's it's been a rough re a rough week for for several reasons. Um, but uh, everything calms down, you know. Yeah, the, the wind calms down, the emotions calm down, and. Um, It'll all be all right, you know? That's right. And that's the great thing about fishing. We're going to have a good time no matter what, um, especially when uh, when it's warm and sunny. And regardless of the wind or how the fish bite, being in the outdoors with good people, 
those are special times and, they and are. obviously now more than ever it just makes me want to cherish those times and enjoy them yeah yeah and you know i i, I said something about my dad earlier i told him before he passed away uh, he died of cancer so he was on hospice it wasn't a sudden yeah. thing and i told him i said hey look I, I don't know again we were buddies so i could I, this is how i yeah. said it to him i said hey look um i don't know if you have much pull over this when you get up there but i um i have never caught a 10 pound bass <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, and so if there's anything you could do, uh, to, yeah. to help me with that, that would be appreciated. And he said, all right, I'll see what I can do. And, to, and honestly, to this day, um, I, I still haven't, but yeah. I, I have, and I have to be honest, uh, I don't, uh, fish freshwater very much anymore. Yeah. And, and I, and I can't help, and it kind of just hit me as we were talking. I can't help but think that it's, uh, God forbid I catch a 10 pound bass. Cause I'm going to cry <laughs> like a, oh, people are going to be like, what is yeah. wrong with this guy, yeah. <laughs> this fish. And so I, but since then I just haven't done it as much. Some of it's like lack yeah. of interest. And I think some of it's this weird mental block of like, what would happen if I actually did catch this trophy fish? Yeah. Say, you know what I mean? Like, or what if I don't, you know what I mean? Like it's kind of yeah. either way, it's not great. So I'm like, maybe I just, maybe I'll just stick the salt for a while. I don't know. It's a weird, <laughs> it's a weird thing, but it was just funny that, oh, I that, get it. that popped in my head. And so one day, yeah. hopefully if I got enough time left that, uh, there'll be a double digit bass and, uh, yeah. it'll, uh, hopefully that will, uh, explain the level of celebration that it gets. Yeah. <laughs> you and know I, what think, I, mean? I think at that time too, that if, if you look at the big picture of God's time, you know, that might be 30 or 40 years from now. That's it, man. You know, and maybe to them, he, you know, it might have been just a, a blink of an eye, and then bam. That's you know, that's here he is. Brad's holding his ten pound bass. Yeah, that's hey, you may be in heaven when I get <laughs> when I get up there with him. I mean, who knows? But yeah. that's the thing. God works in infinite. There yeah. is time is not something God created necessarily. That's our deal. So yeah. it's you're when you're talking infinity. This little you know, hopefully 80, 90 years we get out of the earth is, is a drop in the bucket. So that's right. We, that's right. we all need to remember that. Yeah. And that, that gives us comfort too, in times like this, you know, and it should for everybody, not just for this situation, for everybody, you know, a kid, uh, like you were talking about, you know, or, or, you know, even some of Travis in his forties, um, you know, we feel it's too soon, but in the big picture, this is all pretty quick here. So, yeah. and then, you know, on the other side of that, while we are here, because it is a short time, you know, Hey, like you were talking about earlier, the idea of spend time with your family, spend time with your friends, you know, yeah. don't be mad or stupid stuff. I mean, I think our, our, uh, pride kind of gets in our way a lot of times and we argue some of the, over some of the dumbest stuff with friends and, yeah. and with family and, and to let it build into a, something that could block a relationship is, you know, just nothing positive comes of it. So hopefully yep. people will, will, think about that and call somebody up, tell their mama they love them and then go fishing. That's it, man. That's, that's all we want to do is, you know, either move people onto fish or move people in some other way. And, and today, right. today it's a different way, you know, that's right. but, uh, but again, you know, like I said, uh, towards the beginning of us, uh, talking, it's, it's, he, he had, uh, his presence was too big in the industry yeah. for you and I to just, uh, kind of graze over it. So I'm, I'm glad we, That's right. we talked about it and, uh, and, and I appreciate you sharing, uh, some of your thoughts and, and memories that you have with him. Cause, um, uh, it's a, it's, I know that's special for you. So, uh, so we oh, appreciate yeah. that. And, um, if you're listening, 
uh, you know, and, and you like the podcast, uh, I've, I've mentioned it a few times on a couple of different shows now. Um, I've gotten some emails and some, some messages and things from some of you guys, and I really appreciate the feedback. And um, if you like it, tell somebody about it. Tell your friends, you know, because uh, the goal here is to, to have you uh, gain this local knowledge that these guys, you know, are, are, are willing to share with us. And so, uh, uh, yeah, you know, tell your buddies, and uh, let's, let's see how many people we can, uh, we can help learn to, uh, to fish in the panhandle. But, That's right. Captain Justin, I appreciate you joining us, man. You um, bet. And as always, uh, thanks for sharing uh, your, your knowledge and, and all that you have to share with us. And uh, hopefully we can get together and talk again next week, man. And hopefully the wind's going to die down. And uh, It is. The and forecast you, says it's going to anyways. And once we get off the air, you can tell me where that school of fish is since I'm planning to come down. <laughs> oh, oh, hold on. I'm, I'm breaking up. I, I'm losing service. I can't hear you. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. I get Look, I get no special treatment, just, just so all everyone right. knows. That's right. <laughs> all right, buddy. Well, thank you, Justin, and we'll talk again right. uh, next week. All right. See ya.